0: If you have a Bible, open up to Acts 7. Acts 7, it's been a great series, Escape Artist. We've been talking about a lot of cool stuff. We start a new series next week called Versus. Very excited about that as it leads us into the summer. Talk about some spiritual warfare and some different things in that series, so uh, continue to come, continue to tell people about it, continue to see what God does. If you have your Bibles, Acts 7, um, this part is not going to be on the screen, so if you don't have your Bible, man, pay attention to this. If you need a Bible and you have a phone, uh, there's a sweet app, it's called Uversion. and that is a great tool to use to read the Bible. I use it quite a bit. Again, it's called you version. On there are Bible plans, uh, different reading plans, devotionals, stuff you can do with your friends and keep each other accountable on that. Pretty cool deal. And so I want to read to you Acts 7. I'm going to start in verse 51. And this is a dude named Stephen. And Stephen is right now uh, yelling at... Some of the most important people of the time called the Sanhedrin. These people, they knew what was up according to them. And this guy is going off. He, it's, it's called pretty much Stephen's Sermon. And I encourage you to read it. Not right now. It's really long. But it's really good. The, I don't even know the dude breathes while he's just going off at everybody. He's like, let me tell you about Jesus. Wow! And just is going. And these people, by the way, aren't Jesus fans. He is going off. And I want to read the very end of his sermon to you. He just got done talking about their mamas and their daddies. For real. Okay? And you know you don't do that. Okay? Like, that's bad. Especially if you don't like that person and that person's like, well, your mama. Like, whoa. Say say that again. Say, Say that again. (laughs) Yo, daddy, say say it again. Look what he says. The very end. Verse 51, he says, you stiff-necked people with uncircumcised hearts and ears. Now to us, you're like, like like if you said that to somebody tomorrow, like you're like about to get in a fight, don't do that, and you say that to them, like, ooh, (laughs) Ooh, what, what does that mean? <laughs> like, what? But that's not nice. Okay, you need to understand. I don't want to talk about an uncircumcised heart. Go ask your parents about that tonight. <laughs> Please do that. And tell me how that goes. What, really, what is it? Ask them. It's their job. Verse 51, you are just like your fathers. Now, I don't know. For some of you, that may be a compliment. For these people, that's not a compliment because he just got done putting down their daddies. Sorry, that's a bad word these days. They're fathers. (laughs) And so, (laughs) so, uh, all the old people are like, what? (laughs) Apparently, that's a bad word these days. So you don't say that. You say fathers. (laughs) Stephen knew that, so he said fathers. Again, ask your parents why that's bad. (laughs) He says, you're just like your fathers. You always resist the Holy Spirit. Verse 52, was there ever a prophet your fathers did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one. And now you have betrayed and murdered him. Talking about Jesus. He is fired up. You're like, I don't, I don't, it's not very mean. Like, where's the cuss word? (laughs) Where where is he like, you know, it's the I don't know. Verse 53: You have received the law that was put into effect through angels, but have not obeyed it. Here's what he's saying: he is saying that you pretty much don't get it. You're a bunch of morons who all you care about is yourself. And so you know what? And by the way, he knows by saying this that he is going to be killed. He knows that he standing up to these people, taking a stance for Jesus means he is going to get stoned. Not like stoned how you're thinking, but like 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 stoned. Okay? I just want to clear that up. You're going to go home be like, hey, "What did you learn about getting stoned?" At church. But when I talk about that, he knew that the words that he was saying and the way he was saying it and him taking a stance for Jesus is that he's going to die. He took a stance for Jesus knowing that he's going to die. So check out what happens in verse 54. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. You ever been gnashed at? Zoom in on that, camera. You got it? I can't smile this long. I don't know if you got it. Zoom out. When the members, let me, let, me, let me explain to you what's happening. When the Sanhedrin heard this, they were so mad. You're like, they, they gnashed their teeth, Michael. Oh no, <laughs> don't gnash at me. By the way, people gnashing their teeth is in hell as well. And so apparently, it's really... Not a great thing. And so if you're talking right now, this is the part where I need you to stop. We live in a world just like what we're reading about right now. We live in a world that in some places, if you take a stand for Jesus Christ, that you will be killed on the spot. We live in a world right now that if you go to certain places in the world, including the United States, if you take a stance for Jesus Christ, you will have your head cut off. That's real. That's real. We live in a world that uh, there are people that do mass killings because they don't agree with what that religion is about. We live in a world where you have to have police and you have to have armed guards and you have to have undercover police and cops in churches and in youth ministry settings. We live in a world that people have actually talked to people preaching about Jesus and said, you can't get on the stage and do that or I will hurt you or your family. We live in a world that there is a a school shooting and in the school shooting, a sweet girl says, uh, well, she has the opportunity to live. All she has to do is say uh, that she doesn't love Jesus Christ. She has a gun pointed to her head. True story. You know it gun pointed to her head, a gun pointed to her head and says, if you can just say you don't love Jesus, you will live. And she says, I love Jesus. And she dies on the spot. That's our world. And maybe that's not where you think you live, but I'm telling you right now, that's where we live. So are you willing to take a stance for Jesus Christ if you're a Christian? Are you willing to do whatever it takes for him? Are you so solid in your walk with him that it doesn't matter? What's your reaction whenever, if you had the opportunity to tell somebody about Jesus, well, if I tell them I may die, would you do it? Me? Yes, no doubt about it, 100%. And I think all of you know that about me. What about you? The truth is you can't even stand up for Jesus on the football field. You can't even stand up for Jesus on the basketball court at church. You can't even stand up for Jesus during volleyball club. You can't even stand up for Jesus in your family. You can't even stand up to Jesus in your lunchroom. So my goodness, whenever it gets real, what are you going to do? You can't stand up for Jesus when you're alone with a significant other. And this guy is standing up for Jesus, knowing that he is about to be stoned to death, where he is about to have rocks hurled at him until he dies. And we say, "I love Jesus." and you, you, your hands are up, and you go to beach retreat, and you sing the songs, and you do the stuff, and you da da, da da but when it comes down to it, I'm curious about you. How strong is your walk with him? What's your reaction when life falls apart? My prayer is that tonight, you don't hear a creative music set, you don't hear a creative message. My prayer is that you are challenged so much that you're willing to do whatever it takes to stand up and tell people about Jesus? Is your life, is your friendship, is your family being threatened because of your love for Jesus? Do people even know you're a Christian? Or are you just kind of blending in with the world? Stephen took a stand. Verse 55, Stephen, but Stephen... Full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Underline the word standing. This shows right here that he is being wrongly judged. You ever been wrongly judged before? Most likely. We've all been wrongly judged, in your opinion. You've been wrongly judged. Right here, we see the ultimate judge, God, and we see Jesus standing. The ultimate judge. Verse 56, look, he said, this is Stephen. The people are getting mad at him. He feels them coming at him. And he says, look, I see heaven open and the son of man standing at the right hand of God. The son of man is standing. Anytime in the Bible that you talk about the son of man sitting at the throne of God. As you grow more in your walk with Him and you're in the Bible more, you're going to read The Son of Man Sits at the Right Hand of God. This is the only time that we see Jesus in heaven standing. You're like, "Why, Why is that a big deal? Because He knows what's about to happen. And I just see Jesus like this. It's my boy. He's not sitting, He's standing. You go, Stephen. Verse 57. So he is is saying, I see Jesus standing. And it made them so mad because they don't believe that Jesus came and that Jesus died and that Jesus rose again. They don't believe that. And so he is saying, I see him right now while you're coming at me. He is standing and he is there and he is right there. I see him. And they freak out. At this, they covered their ears, yelling at the top of their voices. They all rushed at him. They were tired of hearing this. It made them so mad that this guy would stand up for Jesus. He knew he was about to die. And he says, hey, by the way, I see him right now. And he is standing. And it is awesome. So what's up? And they rush at him with everything verse 58 dragged him out of the city literally dragged him out of the city not like hey get in my car call uber let's roll no they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him now let me explain that i've just learned that there's different types of ways people can die via stones the way that he died was he was standing And they threw rocks at him and rocks at him and rocks at him. And they kept throwing them and throwing them and throwing them until he couldn't take it anymore. They dragged him out. They began to stone him. Meanwhile... The witnesses laid their coats at the feet. Let me, let me explain their coats. These are people that are very important. And so they had these coats that they would wear. And what they would do is they laid them down at the feet of somebody they trusted because that was all they had was that coat was very important to them. It's like when, you, when you're about to go do something. I don't know what that is that's important. You're like, hey, for you, hold my phone. I trust you, you don't know the code, hold my phone. These people had something that they cared about so much and they said, hey, watch this while I go and kill this man because he is taking a stand for Jesus of a young man named Saul, of a young man named Saul, Saul. Saul, Saul, who was a murderer of Christians, then a few chapters later, you should read this, meets Jesus and has his name changed to Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament. Right here is an introduction, the first introduction to this man, Saul. Verse 59, while they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. While he had rocks coming at his face and he was bleeding horribly, he said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Can you imagine what that felt like? Can you imagine if this was being thrown at you and you couldn't catch it, you couldn't move, you can't do anything about it, and it just kept hitting you in the face. Bam, bam, just all over, boom, boom. You're, just, you're getting hit from all sides. And you're just standing there, stand, bam, bam. You're bleeding. His response, his response during all that is not like, I'm sorry, forgive me, I don't love Jesus. I don't, I don't really believe, no, his response is Jesus receive my spirit. His response is he doesn't bow out. He doesn't give into the culture. He doesn't say, you know what? Uh, Okay. 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 I don't really believe this whole Jesus thing. His response is Lord Jesus, I'm ready. What about you? When life just hits you and hits you and hits you and hits you and it just keeps coming and coming and coming. Are you looking at the stones that are coming at your face and the junk that is happening, or are you looking over it? A quarterback, by the way, that is what they do. They see these huge humans running at the quarterback while he's dropping back for a pass. They see these massive defensive players coming, they're just gnashing their teeth at him, coming in with everything. And he's not looking at the linebackers who are, have lost their minds. They don't even have a brain. They're just, and they're coming after him. They don't, they don't, they don't worry about the defensive line coming. Up. No, the quarterback is chilling, he's back here, he's looking over, he knows people are coming, hoping he's protected, and boom. He may get smoked, he may not get hit, but he's not focused on things that are coming at him. What about you in life? When life happens, and all, and it's it's gonna happen, and it's been happening for some of you, it's happening right now, and you see it coming at you with everything you got. I'm gonna encourage you. Take your focus off of that, and put your focus onto Him. Take your focus on the junk. Take your focus on off of what you've done. Take the focus off of what people are saying. Take the focus off of how you how the enemy is making you feel like no one likes you, and you're and you're a nobody, and you're a failure, and your family's no good, and. No one loves you and I'm not a good athlete or I'm not smart enough or whatever it is that the enemy is putting in your mind, take your focus off of that and look over that and you will see, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you will see him standing there, standing there. I'm right here, I'm right here. Get your focus off that, I'm right here. Look what else he says. Verse 60, then he fell on his knees and he cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Finally, he falls to his knees, boom. Lord, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. And then it says, he fell asleep. It doesn't say he died. Because when you fall asleep, you get to wake up. And when he wakes up, he sees Jesus face to face. didn't die. Why did he not die? Why from this point on in the Bible when somebody dies, they really have only fallen asleep is because Jesus defeated death on the cross. Death is no longer. Oh death, where's your sting? Death has been defeated when Jesus rose again and we see right here that Stephen fell asleep Stephen amazing but Stephen is not the hero of the story like Stephen Jesus had an amazing ministry check this out like Stephen Jesus had an amazing ministry like Stephen Jesus was given an unjust, unfair, horrible trial. Like Stephen, Jesus was accused of blasphemy. That's why he died, that's why they both died. Like Stephen, he was led out of the city and he was executed horribly. Like Stephen, he prayed for those while Jesus was on the cross saying, Father, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. Unlike Stephen, Jesus died and he rose again so that when you fall asleep, you wake up and you see him. Jesus is the hero of the story. And so what about you? If tonight, if tomorrow, if a month from now, you died, would that be death or are you falling asleep? For me, I have made Jesus Christ the center of my life and I've asked him into my life and he has changed my life. And I have a relationship with him. And life is hard and I look over the things coming at me and I see Jesus. What about you? Because believe it or not, we are all going to face the moment of death or sleep. When you wake up, As a Christian, you see Jesus. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you don't wake up. And that's real. And tonight, I wanna give you an opportunity to know without a shadow of doubt that when you do, you will wake up and see Jesus. I wanna give you the opportunity right now to know and be sure of that so with no one looking around